This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. Great pleasure to be with you. So, there's a story out there. It's really interesting. Uh, My pal Iris Stahl. Uh, futureofcapitalism.com, and he writes for the New York Sun. There's a fabulous story out there where Joe Biden and uh, his Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, and they're cooking up this IRS plan, okay? We're going to spend $80 billion, right? That was in the Inflation Reduction Act, the so-called misnamed Inflation Reduction Act. $80 billion. I don't know how many new... uh, IRS agents they want to put in there, um, like 75,000, 80,000, I don't know. But get this, they are assuming that over the next 10 years, this is a budget item, over the next 10 years, these new IRS agents are going to find, get this, find $7 trillion of unpaid taxes or uncollected tax revenues. Right. Seven trillion. That's over six hundred billion per year. This is just incredible. Uh, And there's no evidence of this. There's a couple of papers that they are relying on, academic papers that, um, by the way, don't really say that. But the Treasury is trying to make them say that or trying to interpret them to say that. Uh, But they don't they don't definitively show anything. This is just all hypothetical Nonsense. Hypothetical nonsense. And then of the seven trillion dollars, of the seven trillion dollars that they think they're going to collect, they're going to use the money. This is from Yellen. They're going to use the money to spend on climate change, other social welfare benefits, and then curbing prescription drug prices. So they're going to substitute government subsidies, I guess, because of uh, cutting drug prices, uh, which was initiated in the Inflation Reduction Act and elsewhere. Now, who who do you think? They, they say constantly, they say, that they being the Yellens and the Bidens and that crowd, they say that they're going to go after wealthy people who are, you know, dodging their taxes, right? Evil, rich people, evil, rich people. But the reality is every time this has been tried, every time, it isn't the rich who get hit. It's the middle class and the lower class, okay? Now, that number $7 trillion is a fantasy, $7 trillion in uncollected tax revenue. It's an absolute fantasy, all right, absolute fantasy. But the reality is, and this has been proven, you've had estimates from the right-of-center tax foundation and the left-of-center Brookings Institute Tax Policy Center. They have said many times that the people 
that are going to get hit the most are not the rich. It's going to be the middle and lower middle income people. Right? They're the ones. Okay. The, the, the reality is you couldn't possibly collect $7 trillion from just the wealthiest people. Which, by the way, so-called uncollected revenues has to do with things like capital gains taxes, which are unrealized. Right? You don't have, you, you don't pay the capital gains, which the Bidens, by the way, have jacked up the capital gains tax, even though it's dead on arrival in the House. Okay, it's not going to happen. But if right now you don't pay capital gains unless you sell an asset, right? And then you pay the tax on the sale. They want to double the tax roughly from 20 to 40 percent. In fact, in some cases, it'll be higher than that, be about 45 percent because of the surcharge on the very richest of the rich. But you don't pay that. The only place they're going to find stuff is lower middle class people. All right. Uh, Wage and salary earners, people that own their own small businesses, like Chapter S, wholly owned proprietorships. Uh, some I know some of those are big companies, but so many of them are small businesses. Uh, you know, they're like electricians, uh, carpenters, um, you know, people, uh, uh, Ubers, that kind of thing. These are not rich people, and they might make a mistake in their tax forms, uh, or they didn't file something they should have filed. But those are the ones that the IRS always winds up going after. These are folks that don't have fancy lawyers. They don't have the highest-priced tax accountants. It's the middle-class folks that will always get hurt the most. And this idea that there's $7 trillion of uncollected revenues out there, okay? Um, all right. You finally found Tomas? Uh, all right. Uh, all right. So, Tomas. Uh, Tomas Phillipson's University of Chicago, he finally showed up. I don't know. I was having fun talking about this. Um, from uh, And uh, he was the chief uh, uh, head of the uh, President Trump's uh, Council of Economic Advisors. So, Tomas, I don't know where the hell you were. But actually, I want you to weigh in on this. This is this idea. It's what I've been talking about. We can get to prescription drugs in a minute. But the idea here is, and the Biden budget and Janet Yellen, they feel they have $7 trillion of uncollected tax revenues. All right, so over $600 billion per year for the next 10 years. And they're going to take this money and spend it on stuff like climate change or curbing prescription drug prices or other social welfare programs. And they're going to find this $7 trillion, Tomas Phillipson, uh, uh, from rich people, right? Only the you know, richest people are going to pony up. Now, what do you think of this? I mean, this is a massive boondoggle spending plan they have through the IRS, you know, which is uh, getting an $80 billion new budget. What do you think of that, Tomas Phillipson? Well, I think the issue is, I think, the debt that this is going to incur, right? So they are basically, with the spending they want, they are scheduled to go from roughly 100% of debt held by the public to ballparkish 200% of the debt of the GDP held by the public. So we go from 100 to 200% of GDP of debt. Mm. Now, if you think about how much taxes do you need to just stay afloat mm. 
at a hundred percent, you would need ten percent of GDP per year just to stay at a hundred percent of GDP to avoid going to two hundred, right? For ten years, right? Ten times ten is a hundred. Mm-hmm. So you need ten percent of GDP to to collect an extra revenue to stay at a hundred percent of GDP. Now, how much is that relative to what we currently collect? We collect about twenty percent currently of GDP in taxes. So that would be a 50% increase <laughs> in tax revenue to just stay afloat at 100% of GDP in debt. And that's the real issue which we, in terms of the spending that they're planning. Which we won't. We're not, yeah, I mean, the way they're going. No, there's no chance. We're, yeah. we're, yeah. I don't, we're going 150%, maybe more. But look at this. These numbers, uh, GDP is about $26 trillion. Um, federal government spending last year, 2022, is 6.3 trillion. Uh, it's going to be yeah. cl- it's going to be close to, by their own budget. Uh, it's going to be cl- close to seven trillion dollars this year. They want another seven trillion in uncollected tax revenue, which Tomas they then believe they will spend. This is the part I love. They could never get this through Congress, but they think they're going to find this revenue. Hold on to it, not go to Congress, hold on to it and spend it on more climate change, curbing prescription drug prices and uh, social more social welfare benefits without work requirements. This is from a great piece by my pal Iris Stoll, who writes for The New York Sun and his own website is futureofcapitalism.com. Where's that? Thomas Philipson, where's that seven trillion going to come from? Who's, whose number? No, no. I mean, That's I a, a made-up number. I call Democrats selective economists because they think incentives matter when it helps them, but they don't think incentives matter when they, it hurts them. So the tax base, if you're going to do this on the rich, is going to shrink dramatically. They probably, there's no way they're going to be able to collect this on the rich, right? So incentives matter for them when we, let's say, expand welfare program, then a lot of more people go on the rolls because it's cheaper, et cetera. Then incentives are really important. But when it comes to taxes, it's not incentives. Incentives are not important, according to these guys, because the tax base, they assume, is going to remain the same when you tax people more. Well, it won't. And that's going to fall. No, but it's selective economics. (laughs) It's selective economics to basically enforce whatever view you have and thinking that incentives only operate on one set of the ledger when you spend, but not on the other when you tax. Yeah, it'll shrink the economy. Anyway, Tomas Philipson, University of Chicago, former CA chair. We had to wake him up to find him. I'm Cudlow. We're going to come <laughs> back to the other side of the break. We're going to talk about the stock market on the other side of the break. Go back to sleep, Tomas. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 